We all have needs and desires and seek to discover our own erotic journey. You've come to the right place. This is Seek, Discover, Create with Lexi Silver, presented by SDC. In the next hour, we're here to answer your burning questions about relationships, sexuality, and health from the leading sex experts and professionals. Now, here is your host, Lexi Silver. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to SDC Presents Seek, Discover, Create. I'm your host, Lexi Silver, and I have a very special episode for you all today. These are extraordinary times, to say the least, and extraordinary times call for extraordinary measures. I'm talking about, as you probably guessed, coronavirus. Unfortunately, coronavirus has pretty much swept the world, and We can't do very much about it right now, except for, you know, staying home and self-isolating or quarantining. So in a time like this, when news headlines are pretty much being dominated by corona, what do we do? How do we continue to feel good and to feel like our sexy selves when we're in self-isolation? I'm going to offer you some tips on making yourself feel sexy throughout all of this. Now, before I start, I want to thank our sponsor, SDC.com, your and my expert source of exclusive information about sex, health, and relationships, where you can also access the world's largest lifestyle dating platform. Use my special promo code 7070 to get two months free at SDC.com. That's 7070 to get two months free at SDC. Now I know that having to socially distance yourself from others and to self-isolate are really not ideal as far as making you feel sexy and connecting with other people. And for a lot of us who are in open relationships or the consensually non-monogamous community, it is an added challenge to connect with our lovers, especially because we might not be living with them. For those of us who have partners that we're living with or you know, even for those who are living alone, you can still find ways to feel sexy. And that's what I want to talk about today. I'm going to be offering some tips on making yourself feel good and sexy while all of this is happening, whether you're living alone with one partner or multiple partners. So at a time like this, we really have no choice but to self-isolate. It's in the best interest of absolutely everybody. It's life-saving right now. We really can't do much but be patient and wait out the storm. But while we're waiting out the storm, there are lots of things that we can do in order to distract ourselves, to feel sexy, and to connect with our lovers, as well as to connect with ourselves. Now, I know that self-isolation can be very intense, especially for people who are very extroverted and who are very social and often are used to going out or not being home. It's very hard to be cooped up all the time. I get that. I totally do. But with social gatherings and events being canceled, with it being pretty much impossible for you to go and hang out with your friends right now, we have to make the most of the situation. And all we can do is control our own little universes and make sure that within our own little universes of our apartments or homes that we're doing our utmost to decrease our stress and to increase our pleasure and the relaxation. So horny folks like myself who are now in social isolation have to find ways to get by 
even though it is not possible to go out and, you know, socialize with friends and go to play parties or attend a sex club, everything's closed. So there's really very limited options when it comes to that. But there are still a bunch of things that we can do in order to feel good. And the first thing, and I can't emphasize this enough, is to reduce your stress and to regulate your stress levels. I know how hard that is. It's a very big ask because we are all very conscious of the fact that the media and social media are flooded with images, stats, information, false information, and, you know, people talking about how they're feeling when it comes to coronavirus. And it's hard. It is. It is very hard. But the first thing we need to do is selectively block out a lot of this information. You can be plugged in 24-7 if you really, really want, but it's not going to change anything. If anything, it's just going to make you feel more anxious and stressed out. So regulate the amount of time that you're spending on social media and on media in general and reading these headlines. There are other things going on in the world, but this is really the number one thing. So anywhere that you go for your news, you are going to see information about coronavirus. So do yourself a favor and do what I've pretty much been doing. You could check the news maybe once or twice a day and then give yourself a cutoff time and stop looking at these headlines. If you want to go on social media, but you really don't want to be flooded or bombarded with a bunch of information or, you know, people talking about this because that's pretty much what everyone's doing, then take time off of social media or just go on your messenger instead of checking your news feed. And then you can connect with people that way instead of through being bombarded by these posts and images. Now, regulating your stress is super important because if you feel anxious, it is absolutely going to decrease your libido, okay? It's science, it's psychology. It's very simple to understand that if you are feeling anxious or stressed, you're not going to want to have sex and you're not going to feel sexy either. So what are some strategies that you can use to regulate your stress? Everybody has different things, right? Different things work for different people. And I've basically been trying a whole bunch of different things and a lot of things are working. So it's really a matter of trial and error. And there's some things that are try tested and true that we know help decrease our stress levels. Some of those things include exercising, exercise, right? Get your body moving, get that blood pumping. Maybe you are used to going to the gym or having some kind of yoga routine or going to these kinds of classes and it's not really possible for you to do that right now. Some people are offering online courses right now and are you know, live streaming their own workouts in order to help lead people into getting their bodies moving. You know, you could still go outside, go for a walk, do some exercise, take out your bike, whatever it is that you want to do. Obviously, practice your safety precautions you have to do as far as staying away from people and all of that, but you can still stay active. And it's very important that you do, right? You don't want to turn into a massive couch potato during this time. Keep yourself active. Exercise is going to decrease your anxiety. It's going to help clear your head and help you focus and it's good for you. It's good for your immune system. It's good for your body. And it's also good for, you know, reminding you that your body is sexy. It's a temple and you need to pay attention to it. Okay. (laughs) Other things that you can do are, you know, dance around the house, right? I love doing this and I love doing it while I'm naked because, you know, I'm home, right? I'm not at the gym. So I'm able to kind of do whatever I want. And what I like to do is dance without having any particular formula or any particular dance routine. And, you know, by being naked or wearing my lingerie and even my heels. Yeah, I work out of my heels. I feel really, really sexy and I'm getting my body moving at the same time. So maybe you don't want to dance around naked or maybe you have roommates and you don't want to do something like that. That's totally up to you. But dancing around is a really fun and very sexy way to get your body moving and engage your body and not just your mind. You can also listen to music that brings good vibes. That always helps decrease stress. You can sing at the top of your lungs, right? If you don't want to do it within your house, do it in the shower. It really doesn't matter. 
Sing songs that make you feel good, that really give you a positive energy. Distract yourself, okay? Keep your mind busy. Read a good book. You know, if you don't have time during the year to read a good book, now is the time. It's a perfect time to do that. Check out a new movie or a TV series, right? You have options. You can, you know, go back to old favorites or you can just, you know, wrap yourself up in a marathon about a new series that you've been hearing about but haven't had time to sit down and watch. You can play a fun board game or a card game. Whether you're by yourself or with a partner, there's so many different things that you can do. You know, video games, you can do that also. You can connect with other people on a variety of different platforms and you can actually kind of play with other people at the same time, which is a lot of fun. It's distracting and you're connecting with people. And don't forget as far as connecting with people that you really should take time and check in on your loved ones, right? There are some people who might be having a harder time than others, so it's really, really a good idea to stay connected through video chatting or just phone calls, right? More than texting. Texting is great, but we do it a lot, and now's the time to maybe break away from those habits of just texting and checking in. Obviously, you know, sometimes it's a good idea to just check in with your friends or family with just a text message, but try to follow up if you can with a more personal phone call, with a video call, if you're able to, because just hearing the sound of your voice can be very, very soothing. It's really good for us psychologically. So anything that helps make you feel more relaxed and less isolated are things that you should try to do, right? Even if it's little things. So things like wearing fuzzy socks or getting out of your sweatpants and wearing something else that makes you feel good. Anything that helps distract you is important. So in addition to regulating your stress, think about taking space for yourself. Some of you who are listening are living alone and you have all the space because you have all the space to yourself. But some people are living with a roommate or their partner or their partners and it is a little bit hard sometimes to find a space for yourself that you can really unwind, relax, and just be you, right? And do whatever it is that you would normally do when you're alone. When you're spending 24-7 pretty much with other people, it's hard to disconnect from that and it's important to still take that time. So whatever you need to do, maybe the bathroom is the only place that you're able to do that. So take a bath, take a really nice long bath, pamper yourself, get those bubbles going. You know, you can masturbate in the bath if you want to. There are lots of different things that you can do in your own space. And you can also ask your roommates or your partner to give you that space. I'm currently living with my partner now, and he knows that if I ask him, you know, hey, can I have an hour to myself, that's a good time for him to maybe go for a walk if that's something he wants to do. Or, you know, in our case, we have multiple floors so he can go upstairs or downstairs or whatever he wants in order to give me that space. And I respect the fact that he can ask me the same thing and I can do that for him also. So communicate that to your partner or to your partners or roommates and make sure that you are taking that space for yourself because we all need to clear our minds and we all need to have me time. It's really, really important. You are not going to really be able to center yourself and feel super sexy if you haven't connected with yourself at the most basic level. And clearing your mind will give you more space to be your lectual self. So it's definitely beneficial for you. Now, I hinted at this before, but remind yourself that you're sexy, okay? You are sexy. 
and you deserve to feel sexy. I understand that there's a lot going on and maybe sex is the last thing from your mind. Feeling sexy is not something you're feeling because you are feeling, you know, kind of tense or anxious or whatever you might be feeling right now. So try to, by clearing your mind and decreasing your stress, you're putting yourself in a much better position to reclaim that sexuality or your lexuality, as I like to say. So what makes you feel sexy? Under normal circumstances, what would help get you into a sexier state of mind? A lot of those things are still going to work for you. So for me, for example, it's writing an erotic story or reading an erotic story. So if you want to read an erotic story, you can check out LexiSilver.com and I have a lot of smut there that you can enjoy. You could watch some porn, right? You know, I mentioned before about taking a bubble bath. That's something that you could do also. Light some candles, whatever, you know, and like I said before, change your sweatpants and swap them for some lingerie or something else that makes you feel sexier. Something that you might wear to a kink party or a sex party or, you know, just like a first date with somebody. Something that is different than your at-home clothes. If you're at home all the time, you're going to need a change of pace. So by just wearing something different and even just putting on heels or some shoes that make you feel sexy, that's really going to help change your state of mind. So anything that helps you slip into a more erotic headspace is something that you can try doing. Try all of the things. If one thing's not working, try different things. And if one thing is working, keep doing that and keep doing that consistently, right? Another thing that you can try doing is have dirty phone sex, all right? Maybe call me old-fashioned, but I love phone sex. It is so much fun. It's a great way to use audio to connect with your partner and infuse some fantasy into it too. So phone sex is a lot of fun under any circumstances. And this way you can hear your partner's voice and they can hear yours and you can tell them all of the dirty things that you wanna do to them and that you will do to them in the future. You can also rehash memories of things that you've done together that made you feel really good. Remember that time in the backseat of your car in that abandoned parking lot when you bent me over the seat and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So reminding your partner that you're thinking of them. You can create different personas for yourselves, right? You can pretend to be a whole other person. You can take on an identity of a character that you might find sexy. You can explore new fantasies together. Be descriptive about everything, right? The setting, what you're wearing, the time of day, the things that you want them to do to you, the things that you want to do to them. Devise your fantasy now over the phone and then later on you can enact it together. So that's a really fun part. You're building anticipation for when you will eventually see each other again. Now before I continue, I just want to tell you a little bit more about the world's largest adult sex education platform, sdc.com, where you can find loads of information about sex, health, and relationships. You can watch videos, listen to podcasts, read articles from professionals all around the world like Dr. Jess, Marla Stewart, Dr. Elizabeth Sheff, John and Jackie Melfi of Open Love 101. And I'll just add my own name in there, Lexi Silver. You can go and check out my lectual resources on sdc.com, including this podcast. So you can check out all my podcast episodes also on sdc.com. So I was just talking about some ways that you can break through the stress and try to feel sexy again. So anything that makes you feel sexy, less anxious, more 
relaxed are all things you should be trying to do. And I was talking about phone sex. And sexting is a great way to stay connected to your lovers. I have a whole guide to sexting on my website, on my blog, LexiSilver.com. Lexi with an I, silver with a Y if you want some tips. I have some very saucy tips on there on how to make your lover's phone explode. So check those out. And something that you can do is be spontaneous. So if you are living with your partner, you can still sext with them. You can be sitting on the couch with them and then just send them a random message and it'll kind of shake them up a bit. They'll be like, oh, what's this? You know, it's kind of a sexy reminder that you're still there and you're still feeling good and sexy and it's a nice little way to flirt. And if you're not living with your partner or your partners, sexting is a great way to stay connected. You can get a story going that can last days, right? Depending on how often you're checking your messages. Sexting is also a really great way to explore fantasies, kind of like phone sex, but a little bit differently. Phone sex requires a bit of an immediacy in terms of your response. So if your partner says something, you kind of have to say something back. You can't really leave massive pauses between the dialogue. But in sexting, you can take your time, really think about what it is that you want to say, and it gives you that space to reflect a little bit more. So that's one of the reasons why I love sexting for exploring new fantasies and seeing how my partner might feel about other things. You can try something like, what would you do to me if I was standing naked in front of you right now? Or I was just remembering how good your tongue feels between my legs and other dirty prompts. The sky's the limit when it comes to sexting. You can do pretty much whatever you want. You don't have to send sexy or naked pictures of yourself if you don't want to. That's definitely not mandatory. If you want to send sexy pictures of yourself, they don't have to be naked. You can send pictures in your lingerie. You can send pictures of just your face with a dirty expression on it. You can show them a shoulder, your cleavage, a thigh, whatever body part you want to share. Anything that makes you feel comfortable. And if you don't want to do that, that's fine too. You can send them clips of videos that are sexy. You can find gifts online of other people, you know, showing themselves off and looking really, really hot. And you can say, hey, what, what would you say if I wore something like this for you? Or what do you think of this position? You can get really creative with it, but you don't have to send naked pictures of yourself. And you can still stay connected. Have your partner know that you're thinking about them by using sexting. That's my favorite way. I do that all the time. I'm a huge sexter. As some of you have probably experienced firsthand. And also, as I've mentioned on many occasions, including in my seminars and workshops. So like I said before, check out LexiSilver.com for more sexting tips. And that'll definitely help improve your skills. And speaking of sexy tips, how about experimenting? Sex experimenting, okay? That's experimenting with sex. And you could do that alone and you could do that with your partner or your partners. If you are living alone, then this is the perfect opportunity to, for you to rediscover your body. A lot of us, when we're masturbating, we are always kind of going for the tried and true method. A lot of the time we're trying the same toys over and over again. We know what works for us. We just want to come. So we're not necessarily taking the time to be creative or trying new things. So take this opportunity. You have the time. You have the space. Take this time to rediscover all of your erogenous zones. Really explore your body. 
Try new things. Try out positions that maybe you've never tried before or things that you know work for you but you haven't done in a while. Break out a sex toy that's brand new if you, you know, did some recent shopping or a toy that you haven't played with in a very, very long time. Anything that adds a little bit of novelty into your routine will definitely stimulate you a lot more than the same old thing that you've tried a million times that you know works. You can also try just touching yourself and touching your body in new ways or adding some kinds of different sensations. So you can try things like using a feather and brushing that along your skin. You can try a fabric like silk that feels really, really good and incorporate that into your play in some way or another. You can use anything else that gives you a different tactile sensation. You can maybe use a rougher touch on your body or drag your nails along your skin, something that stimulates you in a different way. And you can take the time and really try to find new ways to stimulate all of your different erogenous zones. Often when we're masturbating, we're kind of focusing just on genital stimulation, but there's so many other parts of your body that will deliver a lot of pleasure if you actually spend the time experimenting with it. So if you are staying home with your partner, you can infuse a lot of novelty into your sexual repertoire. Just like when you're masturbating a lot, you kind of just tend to repeat the same things over and over again. And the same is super true if you've been living with your partner or you've been with the same partner for a long time. Chances are you have a repertoire that you know works. You kind of, there are a couple of positions that are your go-to positions because you both know what you like and you both know what works for you. But this is a really great opportunity for you to try something different. You can check out my site to try a new sex position. I have a whole bunch on LexiSilver.com, Lexi with an I, Silver with a Y. And something else that I think is really, really fun to do is to create a fantasy jar. So in this jar, so just think of it as any jar, rip up a bunch of strips of paper. Each of you can take a couple of pieces and then you write out secretly, right? You write out some positions or fantasies or things that you want to do, something you've never tried before. Then fold up the papers, put them into the bowl or the vase or the jar or whatever, and you can each take turns pulling one out. And once you do, that is something that you have to try. Okay, so this is a really fun way for you to experiment together, to try a new fantasy together. And if you don't get through the whole jar or the whole vase or whatever, you can always keep it for later. You don't have to try all of them in one night. The idea is that you'll have enough in there that you can just take out one of the pieces of paper here and there and infuse it into your sexual repertoire to prevent things from getting stale and boring, right? Novelty is so sexy, especially if we've been with somebody for a while. It is so important to stimulate yourselves in a different way than you're used to. And of course, you know, you could add a sex toy or five to the mix. (laughs) There are definitely some sex toys that you can add to increase your sexual pleasure. And if you're not really into penetrative sex with your partner, you want to try something different, you could try mutual masturbation or have your partner watch you masturbate. For exhibitionists like myself, that's super hot. Or watch your partner masturbate, which again, for voyeurs like myself, that is very sexy to see. I love watching my partner masturbate. Usually it's too tantalizing and I want to get involved. But, you know, the visual stimulation is pretty hot and it's a really fun way to engage, even just as foreplay. So infuse some novelty into your sexual repertoire and you can expand your entire world of erotic possibilities. Now, connection is a huge thing too. 
a lot of people are trying to find ways to connect with other people because they can't do it face to face. So we do live in an age where you can use video chatting or you can use dating sites, for example, sdc.com, which has things like group messenger, where you can share videos and photos in a very private way. If that's something that you want to do, you can also contribute to blogs, which is great and comment on different articles that helps you engage in conversations with people on a different level. And you could also meet new open-minded individuals that you can then later meet, you know, in person at a later date. So you can still date online and you could still find new potential partners for yourself if you can be patient and know that you will have to use all kinds of different seduction and practice patience while you are waiting to be released from captivity, as I like to say. And then when you do, you can take all of that sexy energy out on your new partner or new partners. I'm just going to take a really quick break and I want to invite all of you lectual people to prepare yourselves for the erotic journey of a lifetime. My upcoming collection of erotic short stories, Mating Season, is going to be published this year, so don't miss it. Get all of my lectual news at LexiSilver.com, that's Lexi with an I, Silver with a Y, where you can also subscribe to my newsletter. Plus, connect with me for juicy updates and excerpts of my stories on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at LexiSilver, that's Lexi with an I, silver with a Y. Now, I was just giving some advice about how to keep things sexy and stimulating while you are self-isolating and practicing social distancing. And one thing that's super fun is to reinvent date night. So for people who are in long-distance relationships and are really used to this, this is probably not going to come as any surprise. But this can work for pretty much any situation where you're not living with your partner and you want to connect with other lovers, right? So for us who, uh, for us people who are in open relationships or do have multiple lovers, then this is something that we kind of have to do anyway on a regular basis is to connect in ways that are virtual and video chatting, Skyping, FaceTiming, whatever it is that you need to do to connect with your partner. You can use those methods and add a little bit of creativity to it. So if you are in a long distance relationship, spend a little bit of time deciding in advance about a sexy theme that you want to try. It could be sexy, it could be fun, it could be both. Anything that kind of is out of the ordinary. Dress up a little bit. Try wearing something that makes you feel really, really sexy and, you know, as have your partner do the same. You can plan an erotic theme night. So discuss your sexy theme with each other and then surprise each other with whatever you're wearing or not wearing. It's a fun time if you are into cosplay, you can try something like that. If you're into kink, or BDSM and you want to remind each other about your specific roles in that kind of a a dominant submissive relationship, go for it. Anything that makes you both feel sexy and that you know will turn on your partner, it's perfectly fine. You can also increase the intimacy of your connection in ways that are even beyond sexual, but you can link it back to sex. So sometimes we tend to take for granted that we know things about our partners, but we tend not to necessarily ask them all the same questions that we would maybe ask a new partner in a new relationship. And this is a really fun time that you can explore new things with your partner and also get to know them on a different level and ask them questions that you maybe never asked them before. So some examples of that are, what was the earliest that you remember wanting to have sex? What was your first kiss like? Or, you know, when did you first realize that you were dominant? If you're reminiscing about past eroticism, that is going to prime both of you for some pretty hot cyber sex. The whole idea behind this is that it's really, really sexy foreplay. And eventually when you do see each other, you can fulfill whatever fantasy you're creating together. And if you are living with your partner or your partners, then turn off your phones, 
Turn off all media, turn off that TV, and focus only on each other, right? The only people who are important are the ones that are in whatever room that you're in. So you got to get creative. You can't go out to a restaurant. You're not able to go to the movies or a club or do anything like that. So how can you create that kind of an environment that still feels sexy and fun within your own home? Obviously, there are some things that you can do. You can always decorate the place, dim the lights, get some music going that makes you both feel sexy and dress up, okay? Wear something that you would wear on a date night. Get all dolled up for your partner. Make them feel special, and take that time and attention. Do your makeup if you want. Wear those heels if that's something that you would normally wear. Wear a suit or a tux or whatever. It doesn't really matter as long as you are both wearing something aside from pajamas because those are not always hot and they won't make you feel as sexy as let's say wearing a dress or wearing a suit will make you feel. So Definitely wear something that will make your partner say, oh, wow, you look so fucking hot right now. That is definitely the kind of effect that you want to have. And if you're able to, try to get re- getting ready in different rooms so that you can surprise your partner with whatever it is that you're wearing. You can go out to a new restaurant, but you can try doing something like cooking a new recipe together. Bonus if it has aphrodisiacal ingredients like chocolate or hot peppers cooking together is a really intimate thing also and it's a lot of fun since you're both you know feeding yourselves and feeding one of your appetites it will probably lead to you wanting to feed some other ones together as well and you can always add a little bit of wine to that that's no problem with having a little bit of wine with dinner and use that as part of your sexy outing you could put some candles on the table get a tablecloth set up make it look really really fancy like you are going to a really really fancy restaurant together You can play a sexy game like strip poker or naked twister, or you can sexify a game that's not sexy and like Monopoly. You can say something like, well, if you get a community chess card, you have to do X. Or if you land on this space, instead of paying me rent, you have to kiss me or you have to touch me in this way. You can create your own rules. Really, the sky's the limit. Just get creative because you're going to need it. You can also think of an erotic theme for the evening. So you could do something like an eyes wide shut night where you can both wear masks and something really, really sexy and kinky. Dim those lights, get a bunch of pillows and blankets set up on the floor or on any surfaces. Make yourselves a play area where you can really do a lot of things. You could put on some porn in the background if that helps and makes you feel more like there are other people there. Like if you are used to going to sex clubs or having other people watch you have sex or watching other people have sex, having porn on in the background is definitely a stimulating way to get some of those things going, right? So you can hear other people moaning in the background while you're having sex. If you really want, you can have an applause track in the background so you can feel like people are applauding you for whatever sexual exploits. It's definitely a fun way to encourage you sexy exhibitionists out there. Another fun thing that you can do is a sexy photo shoot. So if you're all by yourself, it's a little more challenging. You can set up your phone or your camera in a particular way to get your most flattering angles. Yes, we know it takes some time when you are taking sexy selfies or sexy videos of yourself. It doesn't even matter if you show them to anyone. The idea is this is really just for you and to make you feel sexy and to turn you on. Some people get turned on just by taking pictures of themselves. Maybe you can share them 
with your partner or your partners as well to give them a little bit extra visual stimulation when you are doing things like sexting or during phone sex or just like that in the middle of the day. You can stock up on the photos and use them later if that's something that you want to do. You can use a selfie stick. You can order one from Amazon if you really want. They're really not that expensive and they really do help create better quality photos and you can take photos and videos at different angles you might not have been able to do before just with your camera. Maybe your arms aren't long enough. That's certainly the case for me. I have a selfie stick that definitely helps me take those pictures. So try something like that. Get yourself some good lighting. Lighting is very important. It doesn't have to be bright. It doesn't have to be super dark. Something in between is fine. You can use your flash or use your camera settings in order to make sure that the lighting is good. And this will probably take a little bit of testing, but once you get the hang of it, you'll know what to do for next time. And if you are living with your partner or partners, this is a very fun opportunity for you because you can do things like film yourselves having sex. You can also just take sexy pictures of each other, which in and of itself is a fun way to explore the other person, to get to stimulate the other person, and as foreplay. I find that very sexy. If my partner is taking photos of me and I'm naked and they're telling me how hot I am while they're taking pictures, that definitely makes me feel really, really stimulated and in a very erotic mood. And then you can look at them together later. Maybe you do decide to film yourselves having sex. Oh my God, that is super sexy. And that is something that you can look at together and then you can play that in the background while you're having sex. So the beauty of technology is the immediacy with which we can use this media to stimulate ourselves. So instead of watching porn, create the porn that you want to actually see. You can get all dressed up. You can try writing out a script if you really want to. Come up with something together, a unique scenario, something fun. You can get really, really creative with this and maybe a little bit silly too, which is fine. The whole idea is anything that will help make you feel more relaxed, less stressed, and more engaged with each other is definitely the way to go. So try something like that. The idea is just to do something that makes you feel sexy and stimulated. So those are my tips for staying sexy in self-isolation and during times of social distancing. I have more tips on my website, LexiSilver.com, and you can check that out if you want to get creative and find new ideas and new ways to stimulate yourself and your partner. And that's it for this week's episode, my lectual friends. Thank you for listening today. I hope you're all being safe and as cautious as possible and making sure that you're doing everything you can to minimize your stress. If you want to connect with me during this time, I am making myself more available than usual to answer your messages because I know that everybody needs support in different ways. So please feel free to connect with me at LexiSilver.com. That's Lexi with an I, Silver with a Y. You can also connect with me on social media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Lexi Silver. That's Lexi with an I, Silver with a Y. Don't be shy. Just get in touch with me. Let me know what you need. I'm here to support you. If you need companionship or you need some advice or you want me to maybe point you in the direction of somebody else who can provide you with the resources that you need. Let's just be patient. We can all do this together. It's just a matter of time. And while we're waiting, we might as well enjoy ourselves and make ourselves feel good. And don't forget, you can also learn more about sex, health, and relationships as you seek, discover, and connect at SDC.com. 
sdcentral.com. Use my promo code 7070 to get two months free at SDC and try it out for yourself. And don't forget for my podcast, tune in live on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America's Variety Channel. And you can always get my podcast episodes on demand whenever you want them on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Google Play Music. Thanks for joining me, Lexi Silver, on Seek, Discover, Create. Until next time, stay lectual, people. Bye. We appreciate you joining us on Seek, Discover, Create, presented by SDC.com. Please join your host, Lexi Silver, on another erotic journey next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until then, may you enjoy exploring your sexuality. 